what is a brotherhood? Why men need a brotherhood? And we got to get clear on how they can go about finding themselves one if they don't have one. Be a friend who's like a brother who's there for you no matter what. Get along in the best of times, get along in the worst of times. Life happens and life can be nasty, life can be rough, life can throw some heavy shit at you. You know, the brotherhood needs to extend beyond just a family and more to like a, a community of, of other men. I'm not a guy who surfs, I'm a surfer. It's a whole other world, it's like a brotherhood. It allows you to access the strength of other men. The whole feminization of our society, they put you know, a lot of weight on boys to look at their feelings as opposed to thinking through things logically. The strength of the brotherhood is the individual brother, and the strength of that individual brother is the brotherhood. You're a man living in the modern world in a time when men and manhood are not what they once were. You live life on your own terms. You're self-sufficient. You think for yourself, and you march to the beat of your own drum. When life knocks you down, you get back up, because in your gut, you know that's what men do. You're a badass and a warrior, and on the days when you forget, we are here to remind you who you really are. Welcome to Sovereign Man Podcast, where we aim to make men masculine again. I'm your man, Nikki Baloo. I'm here with two of my men, Rob Arpa and Ryan Lewis. Welcome, men. We're shaking. Morning. So today we're talking about the importance of brotherhood. Um, I was listening to uh, Bill O'Reilly, who used to be the number one cable news host in America, and he was citing a study that the average man in America today does not even have a single friend at the level of a brotherhood type friend, not one. And it made me very sad to hear that. And it made me also think this is a, a topic that a lot of men could benefit from us exploring. So I'm going to start by asking you, Lewis, what's your definition of a brotherhood? And why do you believe it's important? And how has it been important in your life? Be a friend who's like a brother who's there for you no matter what. You know, like I have two brothers. So when you have a brother, you can... Get along in the bestest times, get along in the worst of times, yell, scream at each other, even, even punch each other. Then two minutes later, that means nothing. You're, you're there. You're their brother. You're there no matter what. And how's that manifested itself in your life? I'm very close with my two brothers in that way, exactly. My, my younger brother works with me. We had a yelling, screaming match yesterday. And then at the end of the day, say. <laughs> Love you, bro. Come by later. I'll see you tomorrow. Um, and I also have I also have some friends of of that level. It's funny you said that studies cited in in America because my friends of this level are, are some of the brothers I surf with in Costa Rica who live there. They're like my brothers, and I've and and the friendships that I have like this are my closest friendships and the ones that I I give more of my time to. Yeah, that that's what I was gonna say. Like. It, you know, the brotherhood needs to extend beyond just a family and more to like a, a community of, of other men because, you know, uh, if something happens within the family, your, your blood-related, you know, brothers may not be able to, to hold you up when you, need, when you need that extra hand, right? So you need some men that are outside of that detail. 
you know, just like uh, for for those of us that are in business, like I, I'm in business with my brother. If something happens in the business, I may not be able to rely on my on my brother. You know, if things go in a, in a direction that are you know very bad, so having some out outside uh, assistance. You know, I don't, I don't want to use the word support because you know my views on support. Yeah, bras uh, and tits, right? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so so anyways, yeah, I, I think having outside assistance and, you know, I, it used to be that, uh, you know, as, as kids, we would form these gangs and, you know, these, these little tight knit groups of friends that, you know, included, you know, we, we, my, my brother and I only a year, year and a half apart. So we were pretty, pretty close growing up and we had some we had a lot of common friends. And then it seems almost like uh, after high school, things dissolve and, you know. The, the, with the you know the overly feminization of, of society it's like men are looking to women around you know how to be in social spaces which is kind of strange yeah also also how i define it i have some friends um i, I I've, I've traveled a bit as, as you men know living between here costa rica california and i have friends in, in costa rica i met there and, you know some are living in israel now and i can go months maybe even years without speaking to them. And I pick up the phone to say hi. It's not like, what have you been doing? What's up? It's just like, hey, man, what are you doing now? Like, what are you doing? Oh, I just went to the store. I just went here. It's as if we spoke yesterday. And these are, these are friends that are like brothers. Like, Sure, we might the next few weeks catch up on what's happened the last year or so, but it's as if there was a phone call and a communication yesterday, although it's been months. And these are, I have some friends like this that feel like, like brothers. Arpa, as you mentioned, coming out of um, high school, maybe it's the life in Canada, maybe it's the life in the big city of Toronto. People feel get busy with life and no time for anything. Um, the last 20 years, I spent anywhere from two, two months to eight months a year in, in Costa Rica, a small town, surfing town. Um, I'm not a guy who surfs, I'm a surfer, which is it's a whole other world. It's like a brotherhood. It's like you, you have a different bond. You're out there. Sometimes in conditions where most people I know would die, big waves, and we're surfing together. And there's like a few few men there that are like my brothers. I, I show up in Costa Rica and then we're together every day and we're surfing together. And we've, we've been there for each other in shitty times too. But these are like brothers. But the difference is in this town, it's a small town and there's time. People have more time. It's a different, it's a different society there. People have more time. Uh, it's also yeah. more of a masculine society, Blue, as you and our, your men- and as you both mentioned, how the, the world has become more feminized, I feel. But there it's more, it's still more masculine society. And the women are happy and the men are happy and everyone's happy, but it's more masculine society. But I have a lot of friends there that, are, that have become more like brothers to me than some of my friends I grew up here with here. And one of my closest friends I grew up with here, who's like a brother to me, is now living in Costa Rica seven or eight months a year. <laughs> so, so it's like funny the life there is different yeah the truth of the matter is a brotherhood's important because it's a place where men can go and rely on other men with the day-to-day shit uh, as well as the emergency shit that crops up in their life so let's say your car breaks down and you know you need to pick up your son and you can't do it and you got a friend in a brotherhood, you can say, look, man, my car's broken down here. My son needs to be picked up. I don't want him to be alone. Can you help out? That's the kind of man who would drop everything and do that for you. 
you know, um, and let's say uh, something serious happens, like in your case, Lewis, you know, you're um, you've got friends, you've got family in uh, in Israel, and uh, you've got some concerns around what's going on in in uh, in Israel right now with uh, the fucking Hamas uh, attacks on the Israeli homeland. And you need on an ongoing basis to have men that you can fucking talk to, to deal with uh, in terms of helping you deal with your emotions, get them out of you on an ongoing basis, because that's the sort of thing that isn't a one and done thing. And that's what a brotherhood can be useful and valuable to. What's missing right now in society is a lot of men don't fucking have that. You know, you and I were talking about this. There, there's a lot of folks in the Jewish community as an example right now, that are feeling freaked out, that are scared, that are upset. They got no outlet for how to deal with this, right? None, zero, absolutely. And that's part of the problem for them. And we've got to really get clear uh, on what is a brotherhood. We've got to get clear on why men need a brotherhood. And we got to get clear on how they can go about finding themselves one if they don't have one. I think we've all given some good definitions of a brotherhood, men that you can count on, that you can rely on, that are a part of something, either a, a formal circle or an informal circle that you are also a part of. And why you need it is because life happens and life can be nasty. Life can be rough. Life can throw some heavy shit at you. And how do you go about finding one if you don't have one? Well, First of all, go into the people you've known in your past and start to see if you can reconnect with those folks and, and start to develop the bonds or redevelop the bonds that you once had. And if that's not possible, look to join something, look to be a part of something, you know, part of a synagogue, part of a church, part of a mosque. Those things are good. Part of a group like Sovereign Man, Sovereign Circle, that's good. And that's why Sovereign Man and Sovereign Circle exist, is we want to be a formal brotherhood, as it were, where men can come and be a part of this. And if they're dealing with some shit, other men in the in the circle, in the in the brotherhood, can help them. You remember our man Panthaki just a couple of weeks ago, Arpa, was moving, right? You and a few other men showed up. And you helped this motherfucker move. <laughs> right. You're right. There's uh, To put this into context, this man procrastinate to the point where the men that showed up had to pack his shit up for him. He had to leave that day. It was the last last day. And, you know, this is not unusual. I've done this with a, with another friend of mine, too. He calls me up the day before. He's like, shit. He's like, dude, I need to move, like, tomorrow. And uh, so me, my brother and I went uh, went there with a with a trailer. With a trailer, he lived on top of a storefront, and we were we were literally like throwing all this shit in the garbage bags and throwing them off the the emergency balcony into the trailer. Holy shit, <laughs> with man! The of like you know, you know, cooking wear. Funny as shit, man. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, all his clothing, all that shit just went from closet, boom, into a garbage bag, and then out the window into the trailer. It was. It was That's hilarious. funny. That's funny as fuck, man. I can see Lewis over there kind of be chucking those bags and grabbing them. And then you forget, oh, shit, that's the cookware. Move out of the way. (laughs) Smash. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, we didn't. Moving. We didn't break like anything. To, so the last bit of moving sounds like I had to move my woman last month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, if she was in Toronto, you could have called five of the men to come be with you, and then it fucking helped you do it. <laughs> I don't need your help. I don't need your help. Just come see the kids for Halloween. Yeah, yeah, Show yeah, up yeah, yeah, yeah. Pops, three days before moving. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing packed. But you see, that's that's what a brotherhood is, right? It allows you to access the strength of other men, right? There was a um, there was a, a men's tribe called Wolf Pack, and they had this saying: "The strength of the pack is the wolf. The strength of the wolf is the pack." And I think a brotherhood is a <clears throat> lot like a wolf pack. The strength of the brotherhood is the individual brother. And the strength of that individual brother is the brotherhood. Yeah. And to me, that's that's what men don't have. That's what I mean. If when we get this episode out, you want to send this episode to men that you know who are in that situation where they really don't have a brotherhood. They really don't have jack shit that can help them in times of need. And today. If we're going to defeat the forces of darkness, the forces of evil that are fucking with us right now, you know, we have absolutely got to sit down and teach men the value of a brotherhood and help them not just understand it intellectually, but understand it here in their gut, in their heart, by being a part of one and by being a brother and being uh, part of the brotherhood that helps a brother out. Here, here's one anecdotally. One of my best, he's one of my best friends. Like one of, I talk to him every day. He's in Thailand now. We're speaking every day. Um, out there on his own. We joke around with each other. So one thing, whenever he needs help around his his uh, his condo, he's not good with tools. He calls me Handy Boy. It's like I need Handy Boy to come over. I need Handy Boy to come hang some shelves. So we do that. But, and then he sends me a message. And it's, it's this joking way, but serious. And he's he's not involved in any men's work, but it's just there's like how someone, their natural or reaction to something without realizing what they're saying. And he sends me a message. He's like, you know what? Fuck everybody except you. I go, what do you mean? He goes, all our friends. He goes, fuck everyone except you. He goes, why? He goes, you're the only guy who's actually there when I need you. He goes, everyone else. He goes, fuck them all. And he's joking but serious because he feels like in his in our group of friends. Yeah. He asks for help for anyone. No one, no one shows up for him for all, for all his other And that's – he's got Elon Musk on his friends. Go fuck yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. <laughs> I fucking but, – But Elon, but, 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 but go fuck yourself. Bob. You know, at, Bob, you that's funny Bob. because, uh, you know, coming from the circles of men that we're in, like we always yeah. say like you might be in a in a circle or a team with 10 or 15 men, but only one or two men are, you, are your actual men from that team. And that's – Correct. That's okay. You know, there's there's men, men will form those kind of subsects where, you know, two men will really stand behind you, and, and the rest are kind of just there. But you know, each each man has his time. Eventually, some men come around. Depends on the situation and stuff like that. But still, I, you know, I think I think one of the the biggest uh, problems that I've experienced in, in in terms of you know these masculine communities and these brotherhoods, is I find found growing up as as friends started getting married and 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 all that stuff that's where the 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 sever happens and i don't know if it's you know women have this desire to be with you know men all the time and everywhere 
and and it's it's not healthy like it's it's just it's not it's not good for both parties you know but that's that's what i find I, i've seen men get girlfriends and they drag them everywhere absolutely everywhere and it's uh, like you can't like how can you be be you when you always have to be on display for her you know you know what i mean yeah yeah totally but, i do but again i don't um, know if it's the big city or the small town difference but like i said it, I, I, good close friends in costa rica and they're married and you don't have that we're meeting at the beach 6 a.m spending two hours surfing then go back to her but we spend see each other every 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 something every day every couple days and and it's just it's just i don't know if it's the culture's different or the small it's making because it's a small town it's different but oh, I probably it's, huge maybe a bit of both you know like you're talking latin american culture they didn't go to the through the feminazi revolution that we went through over here so traditional masculinity is still something they value and they prize while over yeah. here you've got the forces of communism that are basically trying to destroy our society from within and they're trying to destroy traditional masculinity because if you make men weak it's easy to take over a society and that's what's happening here right now um we are at the grassroots doing something about it at the grassroots we're creating a group we've got a vision to have this be bigger to have this really at some point go society-wide but what I, what i want to see happen in our world today is i want to see men understanding that yes you compete with men out there but there are men that you don't compete with there are men that are your brothers and can be your brothers that you're men number one and even the men you compete with at some level you're all fucking men at some level you're all fucking men and as men you've got to stick together because if you don't stick together one by one the forces of darkness are going to fucking break you that's yeah. their goal that's what they're trying to do so yeah, i think i think that's the other pro the other problem too with the whole feminization of our society is it's they put you know a lot of weight on on boys to look at you know at their feelings as opposed to you know thinking through things logically and this is why i was saying you know you need men sometimes outside of your family because you you know you, you'll need someone that can think of think through through a situation logically rather than than through feelings because you know i i don't happens to me all the time i i there's times i just don't feel like doing certain things and you know, I'll, I'll make decisions on that, but it's not always the right decision. Um, and, and, you know, and there's a lot of emphasis in, in you know, in the school system for these kids to, th you know, to, to really go through these feelings. But, like, it's okay for a man to acknowledge that he has feelings, mm. but shouldn't be making his decisions based on those feelings, you know. And I'm not talking about man feeling sick or ill or something like that like yeah okay if your body's not well you gotta treat your body but you know our, our decisions should be made you know logically that's why you know men in sports like you know two boxers can be beating the shit out of each other and then once that thing's done they shake hands and they're friends again right because it's, yeah. it's a logical thing for them they go they go out for dinner after uh, beers yeah, yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying yeah it's like that's you know, right. like they put on the, the the face before the match to try and sell it out, right? So they they can get you know, get paid, whatever, right? Like it's it's what they do. So you know they put on this this you know we call it mask, right? That they you know they hate each other, or whatever, and then all that jazz. But yeah, they'll they'll beat each other up, and then uh, you know twenty minutes later after they're stitched up and shit, they're they're out eating dinner and going for drinks, whatever, and it's 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 all good, right? And, yeah that was that's the whole thing like in sports it's just 
you know, loaded with it. But like, you get two two women, you know, traditionally they they, they hold grudges. Like, I had a sister. I have a uh, had, I have a sister, you know, and, and she, <laughs> she would get into like the like the slightest little argument with a friend, and like that's it. They were they were not friends anymore. Like they that, that friendship was done, you know. And she's out finding new friends and whatever. But like you know, my brother, myself, like we we've had more or less the same friends growing up almost right through from elementary school right through high school like you know there's been some additions and some changes because some 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 guys went to different schools and shit but you know more or less like the same friends were, were around like it was the same same ones for 15 20 years yeah you know it's good my sister not at all not at all well part of what allows men to keep their brotherhood in place is to do things together as men so one is men that are part of a brotherhood need to like regularly get together to break bread together. So you got to eat together. That's one way in which men spend time together in a relationship together in brotherhood. So just like go out and make food together, go out to a restaurant, whatever. That's got to be a part of what you do. Secondly, it's good when you are uh, competing together, playing sports against each other or with each other. That's fucking fun. Or doing other competitive shit. So I think, you, you know, Lewis, I want to challenge you. Inside of Sovereign Men, you're pretty clever with this sort of competitive, you know, gamesmanship. Come up with some shit the men can do that'd be fun and, and, and gamey, right? I think it'd be good. And let's get a few men to go out and do that. Maybe we go out axe throwing, you know. You and I can captain two axe throwing teams or whatever, right? That could be kind of fun. We've been right. yeah. of winning axe throwing every time I've been the last like six times. So yeah, fine. yeah, I, I I I won too. So let's let let's go do some shit like that. Yeah, um, do, uh, there's archery tag. There's all kinds of things. Archery, yeah, before. stuff like that. So that that's good. And then when they are working together toward a purpose. Now, inside of what we do with Sovereign Man, we have a purpose to uplift and uphold men, manhood, and masculinity. That's the sort of thing that also makes men want to be a part of something with other men. So. If you're looking to be part of a brotherhood, make sure that this element of breaking bread together, competing together, and uh, working toward a common cause or a common purpose together is a big part of what you do because that is going to make the brotherhood last. Otherwise, it'll just become a fucking social club and eventually it'll disintegrate. And that's not what you want in a brotherhood. You want a brotherhood to be something where people can actually, um, you know, be a part of it on an ongoing basis and you want that brotherhood to last. Yeah. I'll, I'll take you all by mountain biking, but I'm not sure how many survivors we're going to have at the end. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there, you, there you go. As long as there the bike's go. got a motor brother. Then <laughs> <laughs> the uphill is way too easy. That's the sort of shit that men can and should do together. Honestly, is, is that sort of thing. I think it's fun. It's, it's good. And, necessary so, I have, so I, have a, I have a buddy in, in in colorado and he's like he's really funny like we were he actually met me in in costa rica to come on a quick surf trip and then i have a friend of the other she's like a sister at one point she says to him because he's a very masculine conservative man and she's like she's like trying to push him a little bit like in a fun way she's like you're really macho you're this you're really macho he's like yep he's like yep but we meet for, for trips once or twice a year, ski trip, surf trip, we're going to do this thing together. 
And he's like, and again, he's a guy I talk to once every couple months. Like, he's just like, he's like, Ryan, you in California? I'm like, yeah. He goes, you want to meet in Tahoe? We'll go on a ski trip for the weekend. And we do these sports together. We go and do this kind of experience. And we'll ski all day, eat dinner. All right, good night, man. Good night. And then suddenly we'll sit up and talk in the evening. But it's like, yeah, it's very, it's like a brother. He's like a brother. Yeah. I call him a brother. Well, he and sounds like a great him. man. Yeah. He sounds like a man you should invite the sovereign man. He probably fucking enjoy himself here. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And he's so we, funny. He's like looking for a wife and he's like, she's got to go to church. She's got to go she's be conservative. She's got to be like, eh. he's very funny. He's like, he goes, I had a girl, I had a gap. He goes, that was a life goal because I'm over that now. <laughs> you know, nice. Nice. It's no, no, good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, this is what I want. He's, I want a wife. This is what she's got to be. And he goes, and I talked to her in like the first five minutes. She's not like this. Not interested. He's a very manly man. He's a good, he's a good guy. And Arpa, just to, something you said before, men not acting on their feelings. Like, what is that saying? Man up. I think that's where that kind of comes from, that silly man up. Like, how many of us feel like shoveling the driveway? Fuck, you feel like shoveling yeah. the driveway? Not really. But you go, I even fucking do it. Yeah. So it's like, man up. How many did I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. moving my woman's shit and packing all yeah. the boxes? No, it's fucking hell. Day on end, yeah. I was packing and you know, man up and do it. And I did it smiling and happy and playing with my kids. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I, the, the man up thing is like, it can be misunderstood like when 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 a man says man up it's not it's not to take your feelings and shove them inside no no you know appreciate the fact that you're having a feeling around something and then just fucking move think about it logically put put the feelings aside yeah you know i I think i think uh, blue you and i had that conversation once about getting angry and stuff like that you find yourself getting angry stop for a second take a look at it say okay you know this is making me angry does it make sense no. Okay. Appreciate the fact that you had a feeling. You're 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 human, and then think with your head and and, and start moving. And, and that's that's the that's really the way to do it. And, and you know a lot a lot of a lot of men don't do that anymore. They, they get stuck in their feelings. It's probably yeah. you know why a lot of men are like fat and poor health condition. You know, no nobody feels like eating a salad when they go to when they go to McDonald's. They feel like eating the Big Mac, right? It's yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. McDonald's totally knows that. That's why they. That's why they have they have salads on the menu because you know, logically you'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna go there and have a salad. Then when you get there, it's like, yeah, I feel like a Big Mac. That's <laughs> I feel like on. a yeah. fucking Big Mac. There you go, bro. Totally. But it doesn't matter what your fucking feelings are. That's you know the whole point. Uh, <clears throat> manhood, <throat> masculinity is all about doing what you need to do. And part of brotherhood is your brothers will exhort you. To actually do what you need to do, not what you feel like doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if if, if you have uh, certain feelings of, you know, we, we usually call it taking arrows and, and so forth. You know, that's really when you need a, a, a band of, of brothers, you know, four or five men, that, you know, to deal to deal and let that that suppressed energy out. You know, the and that's that's usually you know comes in forms of hurt and and loss. Uh, and that could be anything from you know, uh, man's dog dying to losing a family member to you know, losing your job. You know, you you, you you take on these these feelings of of hurt and pain, and, and you know you suppress them. But you know, men men have a way of of releasing that energy in, in a way that's that's constructive and and not so much destructive, right? 
you get you know there's a lot of stories of men that you know alcoholics that have you know brutal uprisings and you know they, they perpetuate that shit at home yeah you know because that's all they know how to do and they don't have an outlet for it you know until they get home and now they're inebriated so their control is lacking and you know first thing that comes in the view is their target you know wife kids whatever it's not right uh but you know these are men that don't have a you know that that channel to let let that out If you're a man and you're listening to this, and you 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 know that what we're saying is true and it's resonating with you, and you know you need this and you don't really have this, I want to encourage you to come to sovereignman.ca and check out the Sovereign Circle. It's one of the tabs in there. Check out the Sovereign Circle. Come and look to be a part of it and bring brotherhood into your life because it'll elevate you everywhere that you are uh, concerned about and it will help you be better. If you wanna be in better shape, this will help you do that. If you wanna have better relationships with your woman, or if you wanna save your relationship because it's gone too far gone, this will help you do that. If you wanna make more money, this will help you do that. If you wanna have the balls to do big things with your life, rather than just live life as a, uh, uh, as a placid, timid, you know, second-rate version of yourself, this will help you do that. Every man needs brotherhood. Brotherhood brings out the best in a man. Brotherhood makes a man push himself beyond where on his own he would go. Because on your own, there's a certain mental limit that you have. But even a man as powerful as Lewis or a man as powerful as Arpa can be pushed and is pushed and goes beyond where he thinks he can go. And Lewis, I know you're dealing with a bunch of shit in your life, but let's face it, man. Your fucking business in the last few months, like, it's gone stratospheric, right? Like, you are in a different place. And listen, you've done the work. No one's taking that away from you. But I'm telling you, a big part of it is because you've been in the brotherhood and you've been working on you, you've become better. And the way you've become better with your woman energetically has caused God to look down and smile on you and go, okay, you're a better man than you are. Okay, so you you deserve to be more successful money-wise. I'm going to send more business your way. That's why it happened. Would you not agree with that? Business is good. Um, My relationship with my woman is the best it's been in years. Right? Relationship with with men and family and friends. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm dealing with some other shit. You got better. Results got better. That's the point, right? You got better. Results got better. The brothers pushed you. Richmond pushed you. I pushed you. You didn't do this on your own. You were you were molded by a crucible of other brothers who who looked at you and said you can be better than you're being right now. And when you became better, when you stepped into that, that's what got it going on for you. Every man needs this. That's why I say you guys blaming the world. Saying they're doing this to me, they're doing this to me. That person's doing this to me. That, that I'm gonna, I want to fix them and them and them and them. And then I suddenly clicked. No, I just got to fix my work on myself. Yeah. And all I've done in since is worked on myself. And exactly what you just said, I worked on myself and I continue to work on myself. And life's gotten better. And when my woman acts the way that in the past I would be, fuck you, that'd be a giant argument. I look at it and go, okay. And I realize it's nothing to do with me. She's just mad at the world. If I'm in front of her, so she just acts like a bitch to me. Okay. Okay. That's okay. So that's what she's got to do. It's not me. And I used to take it personally, like a little bitch. Yeah. And then I'm like, 
just sit there and I could let her get it out. And then later she's just so appreciative that I sat there and just stayed a man when she was acting. I didn't act like a little bitch. Didn't fight with her. Just said, okay, no problem, baby. No problem. No problem. All good. No problem. There you go. So that, there you go. that point, that click, that's... Yeah, you know, I'll see you later. I'll get the fuck out. Okay, all good. <laughs> Sorry I did that. Like, it's all good. I know you get stressed and anxious, anxious when you've got it to go do a presentation or something to me. Even yesterday, she did some presentation, and I thought it was in the evening, and she called me after. She was all dressed up. I said, you go in your thing? She goes, I did it already. I'm like, shit, so sorry. I forgot I was supposed to call. I wanted to call you and tell you congratulate, like, good luck. She's like, it's much better you didn't. I would have not done well. I really was too nervous. Better you didn't call me before. Yeah, it's much better you didn't. There you go, man. <laughs> so like, I go. actually meant to call. I thought it was in the evening, but it was in the afternoon. And she was just, and it worked out better. She's like, no, don't call me beforehand. You know what I'm like before these things. It would have been bad. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole point of brotherhood is you learn how to be better and you push yourself. And And every man listening to this, you need a brotherhood because a brotherhood's going to help you help yourself, help you fully take responsibility for who you're being as a man and help you commit decide to be better to work on you and that's what a brotherhood's all about yeah i I also believe it's there when you don't when your brothers know to come help you when you're not asking for help yeah be quick on this one but baloo you and jamal who i know weren't even on speaking terms came to me last fall and you got you pushed me and you two got together to push me and I didn't even know, I didn't even know you men even realize that I was in a bad spot. And I just yeah. remember that you two, you two got together and pushed me. So you two weren't on speaking terms, got together and I found out after saying, you got to get Lewis and help him, get to Lewis and help him. You, you both did and that. Those are brothers. Amen. Those are brothers. I didn't ask Amen. for help there. Weren't really even speaking. wasn't really speaking to everyone, anyone. And you, you men knew. Amen. And it's a good thing. Well, man, this has been a fucking great conversation. Yeah. And this is the power of brotherhood. We are brothers in sovereign man, in the sovereign circle. We're three men who are buddies in a triad. We talk to each other regularly. And I wanted to have this conversation on the record for other men to be able to listen to because I believe it'd be valuable for them and it would help them and encourage them to really seek out brotherhood in a bigger way for themselves. Because every man can do it. Every man's a warrior. Every man's a badass. It's just in this day and age, with all the bullshit noise around you, sometimes you fucking well just forget. And what we're here to do, you, me, ARPA, every single one of us, is just to remind that man that, yes, that's who you really are. You're not a fucking pussy. You're not a loser. You're a man. You're a warrior. You're a badass. And in a brotherhood, that part of you will shine, will flower. And that's it. Right on. Yeah, man. Right on. All right. Men, it's been fun. Bolu out. Thank you for listening to the Sovereign Man Podcast. If you're ready to take charge of your life and become the man you've always wanted to be, we invite you to join the movement at SovereignMan.ca.